0: How many podcasts give you live, okay. raw, uncut? Thank you, B-Lover. sir Podcast footage.
1: Too, too, too hot for TV.
0: We got the Don Mega Ice Cube joining us today. Shout out. We got Nate Robinson, three-time dunk champion. In the building today. Shout out. We got David Jacoby on the cool checking. Always. You know what? Let's get the people what they want. Let's hit the intro.
2: And now, Jalen and Jacoby. We're the trunk has the Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my pop getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, your TV pop the strong. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch.
3: Now act stupid, out pop the trunk. Now give me a bone. He is Jalen Rose. Uh do. I'm still David Jacoby. And on the cool
0: check-in.
3: Together, we are Jalen. Hit the
0: brakes, Rich. Oh, man. We've been doing this show for eight years. You still messing up the intro?
3: We do two different intros every day, and I did the television one on the pod. It happens from time to time. Okay? It happens from time to time. Why you can't just do what I did when the 99% thing is just be like,
0: I was wrong. Why, why you gotta why? I just said that. No, said you did happen from you, time no, to time. No, you never
3: apologized. You never said you was wrong. You no. never used either one of no, those I'm terms. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's exactly what I said, sir. It's exactly what I said. I said, we do one intro for television, we do one intro for the podcast. That's not my and bad. I mix them up. No, that happens from I'm time sorry. to time. That is me admitting that's I was wrong. That's not. That's me not, admitting I was wrong. Not, not, that's, that's me, you know what's even more than that? It's showing my work, explaining exactly how I was wrong. Sorry for sorry for not just saying I was wrong, but explaining why and how. And so how, I'll and then, go and then sincerely apologize. the stage
0: on the mic. And we're putting it on wax. It's the new
3: stuff. We're Jalen and Jacoby. What do we, we do? Give the, the, the people, people what they, they want. want. Happy Friday, everybody. Yes, indeed. Jalen and Jacoby back in the building. Full week of shows next week, couple Mm -hmm. guests coming through, Monday through Friday. We're back. We're officially back.
0: I look down at my calendar like, how did I go from being off next week to working four days?
2: Look. I must you love what decisions. I do. You make these I must decisions. I love what I doing, do. you're
0: doing? You're giving the people what they I want. I love what the I, must love what the people I do. people don't want you
3: to go on vacation. I just, love, I just love what I do. The people don't want you to go on vacation. And there's so
0: much to talk about. So much
3: theater happening. I y'all. know. Yeah. Man, the NFL must be looking at the NBA like, so how do they do this? I'm glad you went there. So
0: as somebody that wanted to work in this industry for a really long time, communications was my major in college, radio, TV, film. John Sally was a person that was working for Best Damn Sports Show like a big brother, like a mentor, former Bad Boy Piston that I saw on television and was like, okay, basketball players are making a breakthrough. I want to continue that trend. So I started working for Best Damn Sports Show along with him and Chris Rose and Rodney Pete, And so I started to realize something that Football was so much the king in our country that it impacted every rundown. Each show had to find a way to talk about football because there were so many relevant mm. football topics
3: taking place. And they say play the hits. Yeah. It's the most popular sport. It is. It's, it's
0: the, the most, most pop- popular sport. sport. So if you want to play it easy, you just force a Cowboys topic. Gun. Do you say it in another way? Talk about a quarterback. And then you talk about how much the quarterback is going to get paid because yep. they're our most popular team. Yep. And then you'll slide in a popular basketball topic like what's going on with the teams with the best players, the Bulls or big teams with the most rings, Celtics and the Lakers. And so I was like, all right, cool. So now as we look at the landscape in 2019, the basketball topics. Virtually dominate the football once. Especially like, it's, in the offseason. It's not even close
3: anymore. Yeah. During the season, the, the, you're going to get your Mondays and your Fridays where you're previewing or reviewing. No.
0: I got an important question to ask you, and I want you to think about this because it's going to be about NBA and NFL. So I'm giving you, you know, a chance to think you know
3: about like it right now. I like to think, and you know I don't like important right. questions.
0: Tell me the three most important NFL topics that have taken place in the last week or two.
3: Melvin Gordon, Josh Norman jumping over a bull, Tax contract. Those are the ones. How about Tariq Hill?
0: Yeah. How about Ezekiel Elliott meeting with the commissioner? Yeah. Um, for the NBA, it's soaring. Going to another level. It is. And I know when you talk about the NFL, the old guard is so very protective and think that it has the number one spot. It doesn't anymore. Look at social media numbers.
3: Oh, I got better Look at numbers. the Forbes list. I, the, Forbes at, list the, <laughs> the Forbes list is the one I'm looking at. The Forbes list is the one I'm looking at. Look at
0: all of the commercials that you watch. You look got, at the endorsers that you watch. Look what contracts happen. Some of my favorite NFL players are like, I'm going to have to tell my kids they need to play basketball.
3: Well, yep. the one that really got me was the Forbes list. Now, the Forbes list is interesting. They show the salary, you know, how much a, a player makes its public information but they also show how much the player makes from endorsements. And if you do not get the ball from the center, the start of every play on a football team, you're not making money with endorsements. No. Unless you Odell Beckham or J.J. Watt. Pretty much. You know, there's probably a handful of players we could probably come up with. Like Aaron Donald, like, where, where's his commercials? He could arguably be the best player in the league. Arguably best defense player in the league. I don't see him on any commercials. Julio no. Jones. I don't see him on any commercials. No. They're round. But, like, there are... Football players that make one hundred fifty thousand dollars from endorsements. If I really hustled, I could probably get one hundred fifty thousand dollars. If I start doing Instagram ads every day or something like that. Five hundred dollars pop. I start doing cameos or whatever. Like you can, you know, like like it's it's shocking to me. It just it's just it's just a a quantification of something that we all know to be real, which is NBA athletes are more popular. And you can point to the ratings and say the ratings are down, but engagement, social, international audience. And there'll be
0: people knuckleheads like, what about the what about the ratings for the Super Bowl? You know that's one game, right? Yeah. What about the ratings week to week? You know that's only uh, 16 games, right? The NBA dominates 24-7, 365. Our guests are here, so we'll we be
3: mocked. We got guests. Yes. yes, indeed. Buying tickets can be so confusing in 2019. There's so many different sites, so many different ads, so many different people trying to sell you tickets, saying that they have tickets. You just don't know if they're real or they're fake or if it's a good deal or it's not a good deal. Guess what? SeatGeek eliminates all of that. SeatGeek is the best place to get sports, live music, comedy, theater, and more. SeatGeek has the tickets you're looking for all in one place. What they do is they look around all those places and they combine and compile all of the good deals in one place with an easy-to-use system, and every single ticket you buy on SeatGeek is 1 million percent guaranteed authentic. There's no guesswork about it. And to make it even easier, they color-code it. Guess what a green dot next to the seat is? A good deal. Guess what a red dot is? Not a good deal. It's the easiest way to buy tickets, 100 percent guaranteed, easy-to-use, I love SeatGeek. I use it all the time. Their interactive seat map is so easy. They show you what the view is going to be like from your seats. If you don't have SeatGeek on your phone, download the SeatGeek app right now. And you get $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Download the SeatGeek app today. Use the promo code JACOBY. You get $10 off your first purchase. Promo code JACOBY. $10 off your first purchase. Get the SeatGeek app to your phone. And get out there.
1: Just waking up in the morning. Gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dogs. no small. And mama, mama cooked cook the breakfast with, with no hog. I got, got my grub on, but didn't pick out. <laughs> I got a call from my girl, girl. I want to dig out. dig out. Wait till this <laughs> next bar for, later for As I hit the door, thinking, well, I live another I 24. Uh-oh. I, I gotta, gotta go, go, cause I, I got go I me a drop top. If, if I hit the do, switch, I, I can, can make, make the ass drop. <laughs> <I just laughs> got, had a red light <laughs> looking in my mirror, <laughs> and not a jacker <laughs> in sight. And, and everything, everything is, is alright. Right. Y'all it is. I got, got a beat from Kim, and she and can,
2: do, from from
1: Kemp, and she can do it all night. said I'm asking y'all, which park are y'all playing basketball? Get me on the court, and I'm trouble. Last week, around got a triple-double. Freaking <laughs> homies everywhere. <laughs> like MJ. I can't believe today, <laughs> today was, was a good day. day. What
0: you think about the Lakers beating the Supersonic? What I do know you think know about that
1: line? <laughs> <laughs> it's all Seattle's love, man.
0: <laughs> Nate Rob in the building So in the dime ice cube.
3: Hey, Nate hey, hey. comes come to the office. I give him a pound. And what's the first thing you said, Nate?
2: I said, man... I said, man, Jalen got to stop telling them fibs about losing, uh, not losing in one on ones when he was playing with the Knicks. Cause I, I used to give them guys buckets <laughs> oh, yeah, every day. Nah, for he real. He used to put the show. money, he used to put the money in the hat, we put a hundred dollars, we shoot first, and then we'll play ones. And yep. I used to, I used to run off with them wins a lot yeah, of it. I, winners, so when you yeah. played three dribbles? Yep. We played yeah, three, three dribbles, dribbles and we went from each spot. Yeah, and we I used did. To, and we like Jalen used to get the one on ones. He used to get it popping, and I used to come in like, "Yo, can a little young young, young fella get in?" Uh-huh. I used to get in and yeah, get busy with them guys. Did he get you shooting? <laughs> yeah, shooting. I was a good shooter too. Yeah. I was in the shooting too. I used to. So Think about he's own.
0: athletic.
2: He won three dunk contests. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's strong. He
0: plays. He's an all-American football player, and he's clearly faster than me. It was fun,
2: man. <laughs> yeah. Them got, them so it a workout for me. Guys taught me a lot, man. Them guys taught Thank me a lot. Appreciate and that. I appreciate all the all the wisdom they. And they then they shared. paid Jalen to go away. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, man, Jalen had our team fun. Like we did. It was, like fun. Like, yeah. We had it fun. Like because they were trying to be. It was like too strict about a lot of stupid stuff that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they should just let us be. You know, be us. And they weren't trying to have it. But Jalen was like, you know, he was fighting for that. For yep. Us. You can't. You don't have to explain to me how much fun Jalen brings to a team environment. Oh, it's so much. <laughs> you don't have to no, play no, that. And, to so, and the stories. Oh man, he had so many cool stories, man. So many cool stories. We are also joined... Every day we're
3: joined by Ice Cube. But he's on the wall. Now he's in a yes. chair. Yes. We got an immortal in lit.
2: the building. <laughs> that picture lit. Man, that I, picture remember
1: lit. Ta- I remember Jerry taking and all that, that picture. John Singleton is the photographer of that. Really? Yes, oh, he, wow I don't, I don't know if you want to say that. We wow. probably owe him some money now. We probably yeah. owe him some money. Yeah. He's wow. about to sue us. <laughs> John Singleton is the photographer. Uh, he's definitely going to
0: so, so while we have you here and you're an immortal on the wall, this is one of your first debut nationally
1: syndicated movies that yeah. you did, right? Yeah, man. It was my first movie ever. How about that? It's crazy. You know, it's a movie that I didn't know I even wanted to do. You know, it was like John pursued me for two years to be in the movie because I'm like, I'm not an actor, man. You know, i trying to be the best rapper in the world. And, um, he, he just was on me. He's like, man, you perfect. And during the movie, um he let me see a rough cut of the movie I was mad because I didn't understand what I was looking at you know never show somebody a rough cut of a (laughs) movie they're not in the movie industry because it felt flat it wasn't no sound effects I'm like man what is this man I called called my manager said this is probably the worst thing we done did and then he said man look come back in a few months and let me show you again so when he showed me I was scared you know I was like damn I don't even want to sit through this again and it was just so good. It was polished. It had everything in it. I was just—I left the studio or the or the theater smiling ear to ear. It
3: was such a it's classic. classic. Yeah. Like, what you tell somebody, like your best friend or your manager, or whatever, after you saw the first final cut of Boys Tonight?
1: Why in the Hood? Yeah, why'd Poison you hook, uh, why'd you let me do this movie? Why why'd you push me to do this? Because it's gonna knock everything out of whack. You know, everything we was working on was was working. And I thought the movie wasn't because I saw a rough cut that was like two hours and 40 minutes. You know, it was just too long and not polished, not finished. And uh so when I saw the finished version, I did a 180. I was like, this is the best thing I ever did. And uh it was. Yep. Let's get the people what they want. Gotcha,
2: the yeah.
3: Big three is in Providence and Brooklyn this weekend, right? Yes, yes. yes. Nate, I've seen you, been showing out this year. You've got a coach
2: named Dr. J. Yeah. Julius
3: Arvin. Wait, yeah. what is it like to have him on the sidelines?
2: I ain't gonna lie, it's, 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 it's pretty dope. You know, that's like my dad's favorite player. He used to tell me so many stories about Dr. J growing up. And, you know, when I find out, uh, he was gonna be my coach last year, I called my dad, I was like, yo, like, you wouldn't believe this. And it's like, you know, he's like one of the pioneers of hoop itself, you know, come to the game. He still looks smooth. Like he still fitted and every day he just, he just a dime, man. And you know, so much respect, but you got mad at you yet? Nah, not yet. Not Not yet. I'm not trying to get him mad at me either. You see his big ass hands. (laughs) <laughs> what's it? What's his coaching style like? Uh, just real laid back, cool. You know, just you know, he just all about just playing as a team and and just winning your matchup. You know, just bring your effort
1: and you know. Just
2: I mean, just he got a, hard.
1: he got an assistant coach. So Steve what, Steve Mix. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you know, they both they both work it. You know, and I think they got a great relationship. And Q, congratulations
0: between. on the success of the Big Three. Good. You're now in Thank your you. third season. Mm-hmm. Yes. What are your goals to make the league bigger and better moving forward? You no, know, just.
1: Make sure the play is up to par. Make sure guys, you know, are giving the people what they, what they pay for. Um, and just, you know, trying to promote and push the product. You know, we got, you know, we're in a great position. We got some good sponsors. We got a good broadcasting partner. Uh, the players, you know, this year have been off the hook, you know, with, with, uh, you know, the additions that we've added. And, you know, it's just promising great basketball in the summer when, you know, it's a little, you know when we're just talking about free agency news and we're just mm-hmm. talking about news back and forth you know you can actually see some games play you know you want to put some wagers down you bet you know, you actually you know still feel the juices of competitive mm-hmm. basketball at a high
3: right. level all right, so, Nate, we teased this before. You know, you ran with the Bulls, and we got footage of Josh Norman of the Washington football team actually running with the Bulls, but not just running with them. You'll see right here, he jumps over the Bull. You'll see him. He's easy to notice oh. in the clip. This seems to me, we
2: had you on the show. I was like, this seems to me like something that Nate Robinson would actually do. I would mean, you ever now, run with well, the Bulls? Now looking at it like this with well, all them people, I wouldn't mind doing it. I would try it. I because, knew do to it, just, <laughs> just because, like, you know, I think I'll be fast enough and athletic enough to get past and jump over the fence and like just like he did. So that, that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool. That was that's pretty epic right there. Yeah, Cube, you ever gonna run with the Bulls?
1: Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm good. You know, I always root for the Bulls, so you know, what I, mean? <laughs> you know sorry. I ain't gonna run with them. Nah.
0: Well, Nate, we've also got more footage for you. We've seen people dribble through other guys' legs. We actually have <laughs> mm-hmm. footage of you going through, through players' legs. Oh, NBA uh, 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 and finishing uh, uh, scoring. Yeah, it yeah, finishes there. Uh, look
2: at very, that, very that, balance, uh, that. That balance, that sprint. No travel either. Look. Yeah, one, one step, up, two uh, steps, uh, you're This one's like underneath baby. in the D-League. Look, yeah. look. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's bro, crazy. that bro, that bro, that dude was a giant though. He's like seven three. Yeah, that he was. He was like seven three. So it was like that was the only exit strategy I had. <laughs> right underneath the legs. That is, is that crazy. something you've done before at the park or anything? Or is that nah, just it, it just happened. It's just the tall guy coming and trap double team. I ain't got nowhere to go. Just right underneath. And people were cracking up when they seen that. So it's pretty funny. <laughs>
3: so you know, one thing I love about the big three, and you know, I watch on TV, and, and I love to go to one of the games is just the fan experience. Like yeah. it just it's kind of like a lighter hearted basketball game, and uh, mm. we've got some. Footage of you know when you get ejected in the NBA, you kind of sad. You walk to the locker room. You uh, show big J- baby if this you're jailing, J- L- L- If you're <laughs> L- you're probably cursing or something. And now yeah, we got. Or, or, this or, what happens when you get ejected in the big three, okay?
2: We got pay show, big baby. James so, awesome. Just, just, just. Awesome. What's happening here, so, here? So, big baby, like big baby is very emotional. Like that's one mm-hmm. thing I love about baby's game. Man, He's very emotional. He's like, "How's that found on me?" me. So when baby. they kick him out, what does baby do? He goes and gives the fans what they want. You go oh, take hey, a very jump. You to catch go catch to the crowd and you go chill with your <laughs> people. <laughs> <laughs> you go chill with know, your people, big baby. Yeah, don't be the crowd. Go out there and take pictures with your people, know, big baby that's a hey, that's a whole lot of person right there
1: yeah. <laughs> big dude oh and, my you God. know he took his pants off and threw him in the audience <laughs> <too>. <laughs> so, so that that right there was was a bit over the top but uh you know he's a fan favorite they love mm-hmm. him uh, we love him I man he played good man he played hard you know,
3: we we joke about it, Q, but you know, this is sort of a microcosm of the fan experience and
1: how like the players, the interaction between the fans and the players. So like is that something you encourage as, you know, co-founder of the League? Of course. You know, I think it's it's an experience for for the fans to, to get involved and not feel like they, they're stiff. Mm-hmm. You know, our players go into the audience, they they interact with the fans, do autographs, take pictures we want that loose environment family friendly come have fun you know um and we let the guys be themselves on the court um you know we got to got tone it down a little cuz we on cbs but, but network for the, for the most letters. part for the most part we want guys to be emotional and to play like they would play if they was you know uh not so restrained this is not the nba it's the big 3 And we want our own set of flavor.
0: And for everybody coming up to me saying, Jalen, why don't you play in the big three? Because those guys play hard. (laughs) Those guys are in shape. Those guys are working out. (laughs) They want to do this. (laughs) That is hard. You know what I mean? I cannot do that. It's hard to have one career and then start a second
1: one. Yeah. I mean, you know, I respect the guys that come out like Nate that can still do it. But I respect guys who say, hey, man. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm, done. <laughs> I'm done. You know, I respect that, you know, um and you know, you're always welcome to the big three. Just come sit by me. All right, for sure. For sure. So what's on deck this weekend in Brooklyn and Providence? Oh man, hard nosed basketball. We got some great matchups, you know, Providence, you know, you got you know, the enemies going up against the aliens. You know, they, they both have great squads. Uh, power, our champions are playing. Uh, in Brooklyn, you got my man Nate is going the up. Prostate, Yeah, going up against the undefeated uh, triplets you know, with, with Joe with Johnson. I saw Joe. So he was trending be the other day. He yeah. didn't mm-hmm. kill him. He
0: didn't kill him. <laughs> yeah, I
1: saw so. Joe. <laughs> he can, so. He'll be the
3: big three for like 20 more years. Yeah, <laughs> without a doubt. You
1: know, it's, it's a league that it, if you come, you ready to play at that level. In shape, ready to go. You can play. You know, we got Mahmoud Abdul Rauf mm. out there. He's a cold it, killer, but he still can play with, mm-hmm. with these guys. So, uh, that's what we want. That's what we got. And, uh, we want you in Providence. We start at noon. Come on through. I got a future number one pick for y'all. Nate's
0: brother scored 60, scored 50 points in his final game this year. He may be in the NBA. He deserves to be in the NBA, but if Jamal Crawford.
2: Mm. Oh yeah, we. So, the I've been,
0: not Andy so I've been day. trying to
2: listen. I already told you that's the first person that I'm going after. <laughs> if I'm a captain, I need you to come be a captain, Marcy, and just come. He, to, you know, come to the B3. number one pick, yeah. no doubt. No, I've been owning. I've been on, him. Been on yeah, We've been like on three him. years already. <laughs> He's
0: still getting them <laughs> leads. Get It's yeah. yeah. hard to recruit. He scored fifty points in his last game. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I told him to come on down. We got a spot ready for him already. Well, we'll be watching you guys this weekend. If Thank you're in you. Providence or
3: Brooklyn, come out, check out The Big Three. Thank you so much for coming by. Yeah, Thank you. all Anytime. 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 It. One thing I love about summer, besides the weather and the beach, getting a little time off from work, barbecues. God, I love barbecues. And if you're listening to this podcast and you love standing in front of the grill and seasoning meat and cooking meat the way that I do, let me tell you about something. Butcher Box. Butcher Box is the best way to get meats. They have the highest quality meats from grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, wild-caught sockeye salmon. From Bristol Bay, Alaska, Butcher Box has over 20 different cuts of meats to choose from in customizable boxes for a variety of other options to choose from. You can get bacon. You can get chicken. You can get different cuts of beef. And it all comes directly to your door. Frozen and fresh. It's the best. They work with the best farms and companies committed to raising animals humanely. They deliver it right to your door with free shipping. And a month's worth of meat from ButcherBox comes out to less than 6 bucks a meal. It's the absolute best. So if you're planning on grilling this summer, make sure you go to ButcherBox.com slash Jacoby. ButcherBox.com slash Jacoby. And guess what? If you go to ButcherBox.com slash Jacoby, you get $20 off your first box, plus you get free Burgers in every box until October 15th. Jalen Rose, do you like burgers? Not only do I like burgers, I love free ones. So free burgers. Go to butcherbox.com slash Jacoby. Russell Westbrook Any up. has been traded to the Houston Rockets. Mm. CP3 goes to Oklahoma City. Shake them up, shake them up, shake them up, shake them. What does this tell you? Like, what? I just want to know like, from an X's nose basketball standpoint. Let's start there. How is this going to work between so, Russell Westbrook and James Harden?
0: So I've called James Harden the most unique offensive weapon that the league has seen. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy that has led the league in three pointers made, free throws made, also led the league in scoring and assists. There will never be a player at any point of their career that leads the league in all four of those categories in one season. Never. Russell Westbrook, the big O comes to mind. As a guy that just averaged a triple-double for one, two, oh, three straight seasons.
3: Crazy. Did that happen? It doesn't seem like it happened.
0: Okay. Also a guy that has led the league in total points, in total assists. The basketball intellect of both of these guys gets so very overlooked. Understanding how to get Adams going, how to get Capella going. How to get P.J. Tucker to lead the league in shots made from the corner from three. Getting Eric Gordon going. These have been, guys, the highest usage players in the league the last five years. Mm -hmm. Both of those guys have won MVP in their own right in the Western Conference. So for these guys to team up, it's at a perfect time of their careers. They've accomplished so very much individually, but not their ultimate goal. And for anybody that's played musical chairs, it's all fun and games when everybody's moving around, and there's five people and there's four chairs, and you sit, boom. And then all of a sudden, there's two people and there's one chair. Somebody gets left out. Both of these guys were looking for somebody to run with. When Paul ends up with Kawhi, when AD ends up with LeBron when when Kyrie ends up with KD and Jimmy Butler goes to do his own thing. So now it's like we might as well team up and do it together since clearly
3: Oklahoma City isn't in win now and compete at a championship-level mode. So you 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 broke down the accolades of these two players, right? And they're both former MVPs. And then when they were both MVPs, they were kind of carrying their teams. And you mentioned they're both the highest usage rate players. Something's going to change, right? So how does this work with the two highest usage rate players with one basketball? Two words come to mind
0: in any team dynamic. Respect. Respect. Mm-hmm. The things that we were saying about James Harden and Chris Paul's relationship, we won't be saying it about this relationship because they're friends away from it. Number two, sacrifice. Okay. When your goals don't get accomplished, at some point you look in the mirror and say, how can I be different? And I saw Russell do that last year as Paul George emerges, not only the team's finish, finisher and closer, but as an MVP candidate. That was a, a graduation for Russ. Now, for James, I've been very vocal about this since yep. the playoffs. Yep. He's got to make an adjustment. And that adjustment is making plays off the ball. When Chris Paul was initiating offense or Eric Gordon was going downhill, he was disinterested. He checked out of that play. He was walking towards half court. He was distorting the spacing. He wasn't spotting up ready and trying to create an option for a guy that was his teammate. With Russell Westbrook, this is what he's going to have to do. Run out in 302 fast breaks and actually have somebody give him a layup. Yeah. Actually play off the ball, come off a down screen action, dribble handoff or single double. I don't see a lot of that.
3: I haven't seen a lot of that from Russell Westbrook. We
0: talk so much about him scoring 30 straight points. We talk so much about him scoring 30 points in consecutive games. You know what else we talked about? How many unassisted baskets he had. Yes. In today's dynamic, okay, now he has somebody that can make the game easier for him. So I like this fit for a Houston Rockets team that has a successful, like all teams, outspoken, in front of the camera type owner who said after the year, we're going to win a championship and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get James won. He's making a first step to try to do that with this move.
3: And I like Daryl Morey, right? Um, He takes takes risks and he changes the roster. And this is certainly a risk. But they have a system in Houston. They have a system, an analytics-based system, where they focus on layups, threes, and free throws. Russell Westbrook, not exactly the best three-point shooter in the league. How do you think his lack of three-point shooting ability will fit into Houston and D'Antoni's system? This is where D'Antoni and Daryl Morey have to do
0: a slight adjustment. Yes, because while you want to play a system, the players should dictate it based on their skill set, mm-hmm. not the other way around. I don't want to have a remote control in my hand and watch Russell Westbrook launching ten threes a game playing for the no,
3: Rockets, or just standing in the corner waiting for I, waiting I, for
0: a pass. That, that that's not gonna if you want if, if that's what's gonna be. What's called for him to do? Oh, then you might as well implode this right now. Okay, that can't be what he's asked to do. You got to allow him to unlock his game, play it all phases, and give up good shots to get great shots, but to continue to attack the hoop and make your open three-point shots. That's the goal. So I think they'll be fine. I think the coaching staff and has showed that he does have what it takes. They lost to the Warriors for the last five years in the playoffs. So we can't act like the Rockets were so broken. No. And they lost Chris Paul and added Russell. They still have Tucker and Gordon and Capella. Yes. They still have their pieces in play. So for a team that's been one of the best in the West, they should still be in the conversation.
3: Because when they were talking about acquiring other players, it seemed like Capella was on the table and Gordon was on the table. And that would be a lot of change. But just a single swap out for Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook, seems like you got better. Seems like you got better. You got younger, you got more athletic, Mm -hmm. and you got hungry. So there's also this question about Chris Paul now. He's on the Thunder. Mm -hmm. Most believe he will not play a single game for the Thunder, right? So what's the next step in his career? Don't buy a jersey (laughs) for him with OKC. (laughs) Do do
0: not do that. Don't be that guy like, I've been loving Chris Paul since he was at Wake Forest. (laughs) You just waste your money. Okay. They might not even
3: make them, to be honest with you. I think
0: what's next—well, they made one Atlanta Hawks for Mellow. <laughs> what I think is next for Chris Paul, nonstop flight to Miami, Florida, and run mm-hmm. with the Heat. Mm-hmm. When we talked about this musical, Chairs, we still ain't put nobody with Jimmy Butler. No. Okay? We got Portland, and we got Philly, and we got Boston getting it together, and we got Middleton going back to the Bucks. Now you put Chris Paul with Jimmy Butler. And they have more alike than they don't. First off, both of those guys are on edge about winning every possession. Yes. They both compete defensively, and they both get really upset at everyone when they're not winning. Yeah, I
3: mean, essentially, I don't, I don't know how to put this lightly. They they both demand a lot of their their teammates.
0: Correct. And you know who else demands a lot? Eric Spolcher and Pat Riley. Mm-hmm. So that's going to work perfectly, Okay. In a dynamic of a team that didn't get all of it should out of Hassan Whiteside because he just didn't play up to his potential there, I like him in Portland. I now like what Miami's trying to do, rebuilding their roster. And so this now gives Chris Paul a chance to show people he
3: isn't finished in the Eastern Conference. So there's two sides of the You put Chris Paul in Miami, right? So what you're going to get back, maybe Bam, maybe Tyler Hero, Justice Winslow, and some picks. One thing that Oklahoma City has, lots and lots of picks. Like, let's just take a look at what they have before they move Chris Paul. Like, look at this, right? They got, because they got they got those Houston picks that you see on there with Chris Paul. Jalen, with all these picks, and maybe even more picks, what is Sam Presti's strategy in Oklahoma? Well, his strategy is
0: lightweight tanking. Oh, no, that's heavyweight tanking. They're tanking. No, this is why I say lightweight. Because it's being sold publicly, almost like they were doing PG a favor Mm -hmm. by trading him to the Clippers. They didn't have to trade him. They're doing Russ a favor because he really wanted to play with James Hart. They didn't have to trade Russ either. By trading him to the Rockets. What I see from Oklahoma City is an ownership that initially didn't want to go into the luxury tax looked at those two contracts and Steven Adams and said, we're not the favorite last year. next year. Let's not pay
3: any luxury tax. Mm -hmm. Also, that's what I see. They have a lot of money tied up in those three players. Correct. A lot of money. And when Paul George goes in the office and says, I demand a trade, they have the option to say, Mr. George, I understand that that's your wish. We have a piece of paper here with your name on it that says you're going to play here for three more years and that's how it's going to play out. They could say that. David Darling Jacoby, did you just tell me How many picks they
0: acquired between now and 2026? And we haven't even talked about picks they would get back for trading Chris Paul. Okay, so either Sam Presti, who, by the way, is one of the best at doing his job, knows he's going to be there for a long time, along with Billy Donovan, or at the acquiesce of ownership, Get from under those deals and get us picks. Mm -hmm. Because for everybody that celebrates picks, and I do too, I'm Mm -hmm. not a fool. I understand that Jokic went in the second round. So did Draymond Green and Manu Ginobili. Tony Parker Parker, went late in the first round. I know that they're out there. But here's what I'll tell you. Those late first round picks that they're going to get from the Rockets, from the Nuggets, and from the Clippers, are going to be after 25. In the last four years, there has not been a player make the All-Star team, other probably than Draymond Green and Jokic, that went past 25 in the draft. The first time a guy's made MVP, that was 15th pick, Steve Nash and the Greek Freak. So, you can get Mm -hmm. some great quality players late, but this idea that they got so many picks.
3: And those are all going to turn into stars.
0: That it's going to turn into Kevin Durant (laughs) or Russell Westbrook or Paul George. I want to pump the brakes on that. Now, Sam Presti does have the flexibility of now taking his pick and Clippers pick and the Rockets pick and parlaying that into a lottery pick. Of course.
3: Or into... A, a terrific young player. Young player. Yeah. And they got SGA. Let's not sleep on that. Like, he's he's a developing young star. But I'm going to warn you. We talked about a
0: team doing this before. The Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. And they held on to those assets so very long that they didn't get AD. They didn't get Kawhi when they could have. And they lost Kyrie for nothing. So we just have to see how it plays out for the Oklahoma City
3: Thunder. So exciting for all these franchises. Now, the Pelicans are very excited about their young pick. Look at the Vatican fly! Zion Williamson was not a late first-round pick. He was the number one pick in the draft. And he played Summer League for nine minutes, tweaked his knee, and now he's shut down for Summer League. Mm. Well, his former coach at Duke, Coach K, had this to say about Zion's experience this summer. No, I thought he really, he never should have played just because he's been on this circuit of awards, the ESPYs, everything. I don't think he's in the playing shape or the mental shape to play. Huh. The playing shape or the mental shape to play. That is Coach K saying that about someone he coached just months ago. What really he's talking about is a unique prospect
0: that has the entire world as his oyster. So many people asking for his time, his energy, as he alluded to award shows, that he accomplished so much even though they didn't make it to the Final Four, even though they didn't win the championship, so that now he deserves to be celebrated for all that he's achieved, for all of the moments that he's wowed us, for the way that he had us tuning in to college basketball, and to the way that he lived up to the hype so far. And as an engaging young man who I really like his personality, I understand what Coach K means. When I saw the footage of him playing against his Pelicans teammates with his long sleeve shirt underneath, and he went left to the middle, and he did the dunk, it looked like me right now rattling in.
3: It did. It didn't look like that explosive 360 windmill type of dunk we were watching last year. Now,
0: as a young prospect, he's going to get it together. Mm -hmm. I still believe in Zion. I'm not down on him at all. But I echo what Coach K said. Partly him not playing is not that he bumped knees with somebody is that the team sees what we see is that he's not in his best physical shape. And usually what happens is that leads to injury. So you shut him down and you tell him to focus on getting in his best shape so that now when team activities start, he can hit the ground running. Yeah.
3: Jalen Rose, a lot of teams changed this offseason. The Warriors team did not get better. And Wardell, Stephen Curry, was asked about that and asked about the new Warriors, and here's what he had to say. He said, quote, for us, our core, myself, Clay, Draymond, adding D'Angelo and a lot of hungry young guys trying to prove themselves in the league, it'll look different in terms of the lineups and the things like that. But the expectations of how we play, that championship caliber basketball, that for us will always be the motivation and the challenge. Jalen, can this Warriors team get back to championship caliber basketball?
0: As long as you have the Splash Brothers and Draymond playing at a high level, the Golden State Warriors should be respected. The reason why I don't feel that they'll host the first-round playoff series, and when I look at the teams in the Western Conference that I feel like are going to make the playoffs, the Clippers, the Lakers,
3: the Nuggets, the
0: Jazz, the Blazers... In oh they're in and Hassan Whiteside to go with Mama's boys going to get Nurkic back at some point Houston in so I feel like those seven teams are in yeah, there's only one spot left so if they're going to get in which the Golden State Warriors are going to make the playoffs like
3: I ain't I think those this. are eight playoff teams in the West barring right
0: those those are the eight teams yep. now whether they're six seven they're going to be six seven or eight though.
3: Yeah. I believe that. I mean, injuries happen, We, you know, but like with everybody, everybody, else, everybody I see right now, they are 6, 7, or 8. Correct. So
0: I'm not going to put them on the level of Sacramento, the Mavs, or the Pelicans. Like, they have a championship pedigree, and I know Steph's going to have something to prove without KD. I mm-hmm. know Draymond's going to mm-hmm. have something to prove in the contract year. And we know Klay's going to have something to prove if and when he returns from injury. That's, that's a Bull. fact. Well, remember where you heard this first. And Steve Kerr will
3: probably have something to prove after what Nick Young said about him recently. Remember where you heard this first. A lot of players <laughs> that used that have, have MVP trophies in their homes now have MVP-level teammates, which makes it harder to again win the MVP trophy. Steph Curry will be the MVP this year. I believe so. If will in a conversation, I'm going to give you
0: another dark horse, Jokic. Mm-hmm. He'll be among the yep. lead leaders in points, rebounds, and assists. Yep. And he doesn't have that perennial all-star playing alongside him, though nope. I believe Jamal Murray can grow into that guy.
3: It's now time for News the Matter. Jalen, I'm not on Facebook. I know you're not on Facebook that heavy either, but there's a very active Facebook group going on right now that could impact the way that we live our lives. There are over 300,000 people that have committed to storming Area 51, a mysterious military base in the southwest of our country. They're going to storm Area 51 to quote, see them aliens, unquote. Jalen Rose, will you be storming Area 51 with 299, 999,000 of your friends? Save your time, your energy, your
0: post, your gas money, your public transit. When you get there and you do your rate, will not no aliens will be present. No aliens will be present? No aliens will be present. Here's one thing I'm concerned I, about. I'll it. tell you this. You ready for this? If you line up those 300,000 people mm-hmm. and you put up all of their pictures, I guarantee you, it's cultural.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. They probably, they probably look more like me than you. Yeah, I, I think that's also fair to say. And it's also fair to say this. I doubt all 300,000 of them will show up. But probably like... Fifty of them will. <laughs> and they would be looking at each other like, do we have enough to storm this military base? It'll look or like, do we have enough to just all get arrested? It'll look like those people that felt like they were so mad after Magic stepped
0: down that they were going to protest outside of the Staples Center to try to get Genie Buss to sell the team. And all they did is acquire Anthony Davis
3: to go with LeBron James, and they're right back in the mix. What do you think the government is keeping so secretive in Area 51? In
0: Area 51, the secret probably lies in something that the company probably doesn't want me to say on
3: television. I'm not going to ask any follow-up questions. Nope. You know, in the aftermath of this huge news about Russell Westbrook joining James Harden with the Rockets, Oklahoma City is now depleted of all their stars. Mm -hmm. Steve Adams might even leave soon. What is your message for Thunder fans? Here's my
0: message that's going to be a running theme throughout the season. All of you Mr. Me Too's that are looking for content, talent, and or producers, here's something for you to steal. If you want to see some emotional games this year, Mm -hmm. if you want to see some top flight talent playing with the level of aggression and enthusiasm going against their former squad, and you don't have to pay the big city price for. It. I'm interested. Get season tickets for the Oklahoma City Thunder basketball mm. this year. Just think about all of the people that will be returning over the next couple of seasons that have left the team and had so very much success. One guy that's going to miss this year is Kevin Durant. Since he left two championships two Finals MVPs. Paul George, now joining Kawhi Leonard with the Clippers. Russell Westbrook, now joining James Harden
3: with the Rockets. How about Victor Oladipo? He mm-hmm. now runs with Malcolm Brogdon. And he's he's got a bone to pick, too, because he, he felt like he didn't get enough shine in Oklahoma City. And, of course,
0: you can have a picture of Serge Ibaka holding this championship that he just won with the Toronto Raptors. Denver's going to be a big game. They just traded Grant to them for a first-round pick. Yeah. So, again, when you look around the landscape of the league, Chris Paul's going to land somewhere. He's a future Hall of Famer. Yep. So you're going to have all of these guys that have OKC ties coming to play against the Thunder, shaking hands and kissing babies in
3: their return. So if you're an Oklahoma City fan, all is not lost. You have all of your ex players. that are going to be in the building. We, we just mentioned about eight players. That's about, you know, probably about twenty home games right there, which is half of the home games. So you can still root for your players. That's more than that. You They'll Play some of wearing, those teams. Yeah. Minimum two, upwards of four. You, you can still root for your players. Just be wearing different uniforms. Maybe you can root against them too if you feel like it. It's time for what's your number. Jalen, everybody has a number, right? I want to know what your number is to do this. Let's check in on Christian McCaffrey's off-season training. I love Christian McCaffrey. He goes into this chamber and gets spun around, and he's supposed to shoot lasers at targets. You see him shooting lasers at targets there? This is supposed to keep him mentally sharp. Jalen, what is your number to use that contraption? So, life clearly is about maintaining yourself physically Mentally, I love where you're emotionally, going with this. and psychologically. That's what life is
0: about. As somebody that's gone to a lot of theme parks, I don't like to get dizzy. Okay, so if you're gonna mess with my
3: brain, one hundred fifty thousand. One hundred fifty thousand. For one hundred forty-nine thousand, you're not doing it. No, you are so rich. I want to thank Ice Cube and Nate Robinson for coming by. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. I need to keep my.
1: We'll faculties. be back on Monday. We're not done. We're not done. Got to give the people people
2: they are my little guys. I love it. What they do, baby? Yeah.